Graffiti Japan. Action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan, and I am your host Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about five dudes. Excuse me, booze. Japan and the news. And faders, I am so excited because in this episode, the news of this week is one of my favorite bands that's rocking the city of Tokyo right now, the Native Broadcast. The Native Broadcast is an incredible band that's been firing up the scene for a, quite a long time. They've got a lot of music videos. They're, they're producing tons of music. They're performing everywhere. I think they're going to go on an epic tour soon. And these guys are absolutely spectacular. And I'm so happy to to have them here on Got Fitted Japan, episode number 736. And speaking of amazing bands, we also have the lead singer of one of my also favorite bands, Scott from Creep Down, here once again, fading with us on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, faders, hi kampai. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. You guys are epic. Okay. So before we move any further, I just want to say thank you very much for being on the show. And my first question is, what are your names and what instruments do you play? I know, Scott knows, but you faders out there don't know, but you're going to know now. So Jay, you can go first. Um, Jay, and uh, I sing in the band. And depending on the show, I do a lot of other things, but I'm the singer. Awesome. I'm Dummy. I'm playing on guitar. Uh, I'm huge. I'm playing drums. That's right. That's Scott. <laughs> he, he's not in the band, but he's an awesome dude too. Yeah. I support them. They play with us a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And speaking of performing, uh, you guys are performing tomorrow. Where are you guys going to play tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. We are playing actually tomorrow in uh, Shimokitazawa. Um, yeah, Shimokita. Cream. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we played there, so mm. we're yeah, doing we're looking uh, for Sadie G and Friends. I think it's our, the the party's first year anniversary. Oh yeah! Um, so they got a pretty cool lineup. Um, Theo JP is going to be there. Um, good friends of ours. Um, Four zero four Ghost Pop and. Gonna butcher this. The nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Yeah, the yeah. nowhere. I which, love the nowhere. Which yeah. we played with in Edo Wave, and you know their <laughs> set oh, yeah. was awesome, and mm, yeah. we really love those guys too. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Shimokitazawa is traditionally a really great rocker town. There's so many great like underground clubs and bars that play like music and stuff, and there's a lot of DJ bars where they have like a whole wall of like rock and roll records from like the 1950s all the way to the current day where they just pull out records and they play records all night long and stuff as you're drinking. 
Yeah, the yeah. record culture there is crazy. Like, yeah. if you want to start collecting and live near Shimokita, it's a great, it's a great hub. You can find like everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, disc unions there. You got so much yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. what's interesting is like Shimokita Cream is actually a DJ bar. To be honest, I mean, it, really? it is a live house, but it's also a DJ bar because it, it, it is just a bar and, and you have like three floors. Mm -hmm. So the basement floor is uh, only for DJs. That's and, right! And the upper floor yeah. is for bands to play, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's fourth floor, I think. Four, yeah. the, the fourth floor also, it, there's yeah. like a DJ bar there yeah, yeah. too. Been there very little, but usually when we play there, they have that place so you can just put like yeah, your gear there. there. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I've seen once they were having like a private party there, they opened like a secret area. Which I've never seen before. Oh my god, that's the best when they have secret like little areas. And yeah. The secret area was, believe it or not, surrounded like all the walls surrounded by um, vinyl records. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. They were playing some mm. sick Radiohead. I just pretend that I knew somebody at the party and just <laughs> stay there for a while, <laughs> low key, just enjoying music. That's a pretty cool. cool place to go. Yeah, very nice place. Yeah, that's the best way to enjoy any kind of like a really cool bar. It's just kind of like be low key and just enjoy the music and stuff. Maybe chat with a couple of people and stuff. You know, pretend that's you great. Know people. Yeah. <laughs> pretend you know somebody. Pretend, do it every day. pretend you are somebody. I don't know. Okay, so you guys are in the band, the Native Broadcast, and my first question for you guys is, how did this all start? You guys have been around for a long time. You guys have been doing a lot. Actually, to be honest, you guys are quite prolific. You guys have been producing tons of music, tons of music videos. You guys are always getting out there, always pushing the envelope, pushing like the whole level of like your music and stuff, getting your name out there. Like, how did this whole like ball of madness start? <laughs> yeah, I. The Weird enough, a lot of bands, a lot of bars, a lot of live houses, they shut down They during like COVID. So um, that was ironically like the opening for the native broadcast to come into existence because everyone was kind of like doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And um, like around 2020 when it really hit, I, like everyone was like really at home, I had some time to like entertain different things that I wasn't finding time to do before painting writing novels and stuff and trying different approaches to music I wrote a lot of stuff and after a couple of months I just look I just looked at a lot of content that I build up and then I started seeing some connections and I was like maybe this would be interesting to present in a band format and um, then you know when things started kind of like cooling down with covid uh i rang up domi he's he's like my go-to guy because since, since i got in in japan you know we've we've been doing stuff together yeah. like it's crazy we we met online on before, skype before coming we, to japan before you guys been on skype yeah i, I think it was, was a skype, skype. who meets on skype it was like 2016 or something yeah 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 <laughs> so <laughs> it's the weirdest thing it, it, it was that kind of yeah. thing of like we didn't meet like planning to go to japan it's like hey let's do maybe something online like collaborate and do something online i'm thinking about moving to japan next year me too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're in Japan, and then you know, yeah. Same place, same timing. How did that come about when you guys meet? Uh, 
actually in show there was one more po Polish guy like who was like actually meeting us up kind of on, on Skype back then because yeah. we were planning to do something together uh, three of us and that was yeah. the initial project we had in 2017 uh, no I only met with the, the another Polish guy but didn't I never met with happened I met yeah ever yeah, yeah mm -hmm. before so when we kind of met for the first time in in Japan we started some something different which are, we were playing now actually we started a different band with different concept it was pretty cool actually it was more on the heavy side mm -hmm. uh, and I played ba bass at that time you played bass <laughs> yeah, yeah I played oh, bass yeah. and the other guy played the guitar and yeah. we had another drummer back then mm. uh, he was also Japanese so we, now we also have Yuki okay uh, Yuki Japan. yeah Yuki Yuki <laughs> Yeah, so Yuki is the only Japanese, only Japanese cover band now. Representing. Uh, representing, yeah. representing Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and it was, it was a fun time, but the issue was that the, the other Polish guy, he, he kind of had some visa issues, among, among other issues. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, we had to split up. And, and from this time, I mean, it, it took some time because we had different projects. Yeah. To, we actually played together in one other one other band. We kept every now <laughs> and then kind of like coming uh, coming back and then doing something yeah. and then that thing disbanded. But yeah. we were always kind of like keeping in touch. Yeah. This, I, yeah, yeah. This time it was kind of like something like I I rang him up and then I said like, look, this is kind of like I'm not even sure this is gonna be like a band or if I'm gonna mm. like get an art installation and just present mm. this as like an art show mm. or something mm. like that. But there will be music involved. We're not sure what this is going to yeah. be really, but uh, are you interested in doing something weird? And mm -hmm. then, yeah. you know, I, I, actually, I went. You had me out. I went to his. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jay invited me home <laughs> just to, to work on. Uh, I mean, to, to show me some stuff, some some things which inspired him to, mm -hmm. to make this music. What is the concept? Because the the, the previous one was pretty like it, it was pretty uh, good, but rock. very straightforward yeah. rock music. Mm -hmm. And this time it was more like, how do you say, maybe kind of refined in, in terms of music. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. This might actually be something which are, uh, which could, I don't know, um, really um, pave a new way for, for us and maybe, you know, achieve something in, in music actually together. Mm -hmm. So um, I was very into this project from the, from the, from the get-go. And also the other thing is that it was the timing was good. As, as Jay mentioned before, it's like just after the COVID, I actually I played before in a Visual K band, and it just yeah, kind of, um, you know, uh, how do you say? It just broke up because of the COVID. Uh, so I was like, oh, I COVID don't, killed I, all. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have any new projects actually at the time, and was like, yeah, this sounds interesting. However, yeah. it gave birth to native broadcast in a yeah. way, you know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely fantastic, yeah. So how did then yeah, I mean we got together, started recording some stuff together, and then let's tr maybe try to go in the studio, see how this, mm. you know, because it changes a lot from like when you make something in a room or a studio when you bring it into rehearsal yeah. space, mm -hmm. and then again it's different again when you bring it in up to stage, and if you bring it to a festival, it's already something different. So. It keeps on changing, like breathing different. That's that's the part of music that's like really alive. I think like depending on how you're presenting or where you take it, it just takes all these different shapes. So we brought it into the studio, and you know, um, at first, you know, I think we we went into the studio. I kept I ran drum tracks, and then we got some people to help out to support while we were trying to figure out like yeah. the mix and everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
as we as we went on playing and uh, then when we thought it, it came to a point where it's kind of like okay we can play maybe these songs and maybe shape it this way mm -hmm. we started actually looking like for an official like full-time drummer to be playing with us and we went through maybe a couple of I don't know dozen drummers I don't yeah. know a couple dozen <laughs> drummers <laughs> holy smokes drummers that's a lot of drummers and then you found Yuki yeah dozen drum well drummers and their bass you get the golden uh, ticket <laughs> yeah well n n nobody was as prepared as this guy really uh, yeah. wow yeah. cool he came in and you know just yeah off the bat he just like five songs you know yeah i remember even now because we had this one we still have a song called amalgam which is a very short song but it's super complicated in terms of the rhythm mm -hmm. so it's like I, I couldn't get the rhythm of it for for a long while because it's just so unnatural for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and yuki is like oh yeah amalgam yeah sure like, yeah, sure. Pick it up, man. Yeah. Got, a <laughs> got a legend over here. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, nice. let the, don't let the smile fool yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, he's very modest, but on the inside, yeah. this guy's like heavy metal, dude. Yeah. He's like, ah. Gotta keep him humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how old is your band, by the way? Oh, we're, we're coming up to three years now. I think we have yeah. already become like. And how did you come up with the name Native Broadcast? Yeah, that's a good Where question. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's Jay's idea. Well, the, the the other bands, other stuff that we were doing were all like very straightforward. So they were all like we the all, Doors. We went with like, <laughs> yeah, we went with like really like inver inverses, like backslap, whatever. It's a rock band, you know. Hmm. And like for this, it's like uh, it had to sound like something like people heard it and what is this? Is it a rock band? Is it a, a corporation? Is it like a a TV station. What, what a is mystery. it? So right. something something, that, intriguing. something that leaves it open to interpretation, and then yeah. So you keep pe people guessing what it's is. Basically. But but it didn't sound right at first, mm. and sometimes there are days where I'm still like kind of like yeah. eh, native broadcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it could, uh, who would remember could, that? Could, could really be any. Could really be anything. Yeah. You know, does yeah. this? You don't get right away that it's like a rock band. Mm. Um, do you consider yourself a rock band? Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be kind of like pretentious to say like, no, we're we're something higher, something. Yeah, different. yeah, I mean, we are. We're a rock in, band. In roots, I yeah, I yeah. think in roots. What, yeah. What yeah. kind of like genre would you describe yourselves? Like alternative rock, maybe alternative rock. Alternative rock, yeah. uh, hard rock, maybe. Well, what influences your band? Like, what, what kind of music do you guys like look to, look yeah. up to? Like Radiohead. Too much. It's kind of like yeah. really amalgam. It's, it's an amalgam of different. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so about the, the, Yuki, Skina, Eiko. For example, Linkin Park. Oh shit! Okay, good answer. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys have that little vibe there. Yeah, yeah, and some playing some and spits and Japanese. The wow. spits, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know the spits, yeah. And mm. one o'clock, mm. one o'clock. Wow, dude, this guy is fucking hardcore. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the heart. And yeah. cold rain. Cold train. Cold train. Oh wow, that's, that's from left field. So for wow. now, like you guys been good for three years, right? So yeah. are you like trying to find your identity, or have you found? Oh yeah, identity? actually, I think. <laughs> so I know that's, that's a question, but yeah, to every band. I keep I keep on like I, I always bring this back because this was like a huge lesson. So like, uh, not plenty. Well, a lot of. 
quite a few years ago. Hmm. Um, I was I was playing music in Brazil in the day, and I was with a band, and we did pretty good in, in Brazil. And you know, we toured the country. We were on TV. We did a lot of stuff. We had the opportunity to play with Simple Plan. Uh, wow! During during uh, their tour, I think it was like 2013 or something like that. After the show, um, we we were like backstage. Got to like talk to the guys. They were really nice. And I remember like asking uh, asking them like a lot of like for like advice and just basic stuff, you know. And um, I don't remember one of them at the time. They said something like. Oh well, we've been a band for 13 years. We're only now finding like what's our identity, and then I'm kind of like, well, you guys like toured the world. You guys like sold like who knows how many records. Like you're finding out now. So that really put me in a place of like of being patient with what's like the journey. Yeah, you know, of, yeah makes sense. Because it's like at, at, at first, and, and sometimes you know it's a little frustrating being like very wide and hybrid with our sound because. Yeah. Sometimes we could get it wrong and be too heavy for an event or be too pop yeah. for another event. Yeah. You know, that that's happened before yeah. with us. Yeah. But at the end of the day we're not, you know we're not like um we're not rushing into anything. You know. Yeah. yeah. We're trying trying to, you know, okay, so we're just gonna be uh, a punk pop band and so now we know that we can play with those bands and those are going to be our fans and you know that's what we're going to make and that would that that would that kind of puts you already in a container that i think like later on it's 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 kind of a complicated place of 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 breaking out of of yeah ever creating an identity mm. later that makes sense i mean yeah. especially today you can yeah. play with multiple uh people you know yeah. multiple yeah. bands multiple venues so that yeah it's actually good actually we are we're having that this in mind all the time i mean we are actually actively thinking about it like what should be the identity what should be like whatever it is it should be like that that you hear the music of native the native broadcast and someone say oh this is the native broadcast well, and maybe that is your yeah. identity yeah but we, I, I i'm not sure we 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 are yet to have it or not so this is something which we need to i think yeah because we have huge variety of different genres of music in our music actually yeah i, we, I said alternative rock because this is the only word I can find to describe it, but it's not makes sense. It it actually contains a lot of different genres mm -hmm. of music now. Yeah, so true. it also makes sense that you guys are unique in a certain way, where you can do this genre and this genre and that genre. Maybe mm -hmm. that is your identity. I think we're only now coming to kind of like the place where we're recently we're not sure this is it, but this is like the most recent hint that we got from like. After All three years of playing and yeah. playing a lot of shows together and recording and working on stuff, yeah, we started figuring out that maybe it's not so much the genre and the full songs; it's like parts of songs connecting. Yo, what's up, Vader? Scott Vader Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at W. 
www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! But I think... At least we are trying to kind of always think like how should it look like and what is the concept behind the, the song and also mm-hmm. how can we uh, link some songs together because as Jay mentioned before some songs are very hard to link in terms of the music itself but yeah. we still try to find something to link in, uh, if not in the music then in the video. Do you link the videos? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? They're linked. Wow. That's up to people to find out. <laughs> oh my god, it's a mystery. Oh my god, you guys are like the Beatles now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, the thing is that, like, uh, as a starting band, you don't have an audience already. So, like, the, the, of course, it begs the question who are you making it for? Yeah. Like, people aren't even trying to find out anything, they haven't even found out who you are. Mm-hmm. But videos live forever, you know. Yeah. Music lives forever. That's so, true. you know, at, at any case, whatever does happen at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're leaving something, you know, behind. If somebody, like, is navigating on whatever's going to be YouTube 50 years from now, yep. they're going to maybe look back and think that this is, like, lo-fi from, 2000, from the 2020s. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, I don't know. We're, maybe we're already dead and they start getting into the native broadcast and like, oh shit, this connects, you know, like this, there's, there's, there's something going on here, something, you know, they're, they're trying to tell a story, so, yeah. which is how the whole thing was like, born, you know, actually, like, a lot of the songs aren't like, on a first person perspective, it's like from alternative character mm. place. Mm. So, so who, um, who is the main writer of your songs? Jay. Every set? Or until like, lyrically, lyrically, melody, yeah, instrumental with within within the 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 studio finished version because uh, the really important point for for the native broadcast is 
life and studio are two different entities. Wow. So we we let music is alive. We let it breathe, like I was saying earlier, depending on where it is. So you know, these guys they have they bring something completely different of what I'm able to put in the songs initially when it comes to live, and I think that difference is what gives us a lot more dynamic. You know, to the whole, the project like as a whole. Mm. So people will listen to it, and yeah, if they want to come to a show and ex- and listen to it exactly what they heard on the record, I don't think we're the right band to give that to them. Mm. But on the other hand, you know, like they can always look forward to something, to to some sort of, to to being surprised maybe somehow, you know, at each show, you know, yeah. where. That's cool. oh, we're always going into the studio before, like, it doesn't matter where we play, we freshen up the, the set list, we change patches, we change effects, like, what what's going on on my voice, like, the timing of the delays and the kind of reverb that we're using, the kind of snare that he's using, it's almost never the, the, the same, like, sure. consecutively for every show that we're playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's definitely true. It's definitely, it definitely gets boring. It's repetitive all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Get it. Yeah. Maybe, uh, we're not sure, like, for, for people, because we don't know how many people are actually, like, consistently following and interested mm. in being in our shows, but, like, at least for <laughs> I'm us. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, this guy's there. Yeah, um, but I mean, I've been there. But, yeah, for us, definitely, you know, like, we we feel kind of like, is is this right? We're playing the exact same, we're playing, like, mm. a copy of the last show, like, here again. Mm. We, we, there's something, like, we don't feel right about it. Well, like you you're know, covering yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like we're a just cover band, like covering yeah. your own. We cook something up and we're just like right, we yeah, packaged it up and and we're just giving that same thing, kind of like. Hmm. Yeah, but that's cool. Uh, as, as for the music creating part, I mean, it's like from the beginning, Jay had like a, quite a lot of songs already Sorry, like created. Mm-hmm. So we are we struggled for a while actually to, to perfect those songs, and we mm-hmm. kind of also change them a little bit for, for live performances, as, as Jay mentioned now. Mm-hmm. So we might actually uh, maybe even re-record some of them just because we changed them live or we, yeah. if we had some opportunity. Because they changed... Oh, I got This is you. Once again, Gamuso, thank you very much for sponsoring this episode of Got Fit in Japan. Come here. Gamuso. Yes, Piggy, thank you. This is Gamuso. I come pie to Gamuso. Shit, we got drinks. He's got fully loaded with drinks. He hasn't got a drink. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And, no, but uh, the thing is, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just want to add that. No, please, uh, please, please. We we had this um, even a part where uh, Jay, um, we tried something different, but we 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 haven't finished this yet. But it was a concept that Jay had the initial idea, and then it was like, oh, oh. add a guitar to it, and just on based on this guitar, we then add add a uh, bass to it, and something like that. So we could split the responsibilities mm-hmm. also in creation music, but. Uh, at this time, we had some turbulences in, in the band and so on and so on, so we didn't really push forward mm. this for, for a while. But I don't know, maybe in the future we'll also go back to doing yeah, Anyhow, the final yeah. recordings, you, you, you're yeah, still, yeah, recording, you're, you're yeah. still, you're still yeah, playing yeah, on Yeah, it. of course. And, you know, I mean more in, the same, in terms of yeah. like creating from zero yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
No me lo Just as a fun question, have you ever had like an incident in the crowd or like when you guys were playing like a, a problem? Or knob. Crazy stories. Any crazy while you're performing yeah, or while touring. You're, yeah, while you're on stage. Oh, oh, oh this guy this guy's like, oh there's too many girls. Oh too many groupies. Oh god. Oh. He hands it all be- behind the drum kit. Fucking drummers, man. Oh the girls. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> One time, um, I bring. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was playing drums so hard I broke my leg. No, no, you have to say you broke your leg. That's, that's, that's the story that they're like. Sorry, they're on there. You want to hear? You broke yeah. your leg. He's also in the band Slayer. <laughs> so no crazy stories from. I mean, um, crazy stories. I mean, we, we had like maybe any band we had a lot of technical difficulties, which is not really crazy, but but we had um, a tour which was pretty weird because we were invited to a tour which was like every day on this tour which was so different mm-hmm. in terms of bands being playing that we kind of didn't fit anywhere <laughs> to be honest so mm-hmm. like Bob Dylan then you yeah, guys and then, and then Abba <laughs> and then Mayhem like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and it's, it's like exactly it's exactly what I'm saying really. yeah so May- we, we played you know Mayhem right yeah. black metal yeah so so Basically, we played the first show, I think it was at Tachikawa Babel, which is like a metal venue. Yeah. It's a big metal venue. It's huge. It was very hard to fit in there because all the bands were like metalcore and stuff. And then we played with Warblers, which is very like... Kind yeah. Of a lot. yeah. Yeah. But surprisingly, though, like the we we got a lot of love from from the bands. Like that's that's like a big misconception that people have about like like metal community oh, yeah. and then like oh mostly on like the hardcore because mm. yeah. if you go to like the more traditionalist kind of like rock mm. center then you maybe you might run into some problems there yeah we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get there yeah but um <laughs> really really we made a lot of good friends at, at Tachikawa Babel like the other bands like they were even though we were like clearly like out of place inside, of I that tried event. so hard to play hard and I broke my pick. <laughs> in half. Broke your pick. I broke my pick in half. But he broke I was like, place, so. let's play zero like as hard as I can. I've and heard of bass players breaking their fingers, but I've never heard of anybody breaking a pick before. Well, yeah, I broke a pick. That was the only time in, in my life. I've, that I've I heard broke people my pick. breaking their teeth playing the guitar, but well, never. Here, a pick. I should try that. I should try that next time. No, don't do that. <laughs> it, it, your dentist is gonna kill you. It's very expensive. Trust me. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, I guess it was crazy kind of. But I'll um, tell you what, man. So, no, thing. like a woman showing their boobs or anything? Uh, well, we are not Motley Crue. Uh, would it be nice? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the 80s anymore. But I'll be honest, man. The, the, the nicest people that I've ever met in my whole life have been like heavy metal guys. 
Like like all the heavy metal like venues that I've been to and the heavy metal shows that I've been to, they're they're always the nicest people. Like when I saw Anvil, I've seen Anvil twice in Japan, right? Two, three times, two twice. And all these heavy metal guys with like jean jackets and old school leather jackets, or whatever. And they're all these big guys, whatever, with spikes on them. They're always like. Would you like to walk in front of me in line? I'm still thinking of which beer I should get. You know, and you're like you're cutting in front. And they're so nice. They're so friendly. Heavy metal guys are the nicest guys. So I guess we met an exception, but it it wasn't from the heavy metal side though. It was from the real black metal. Oh, black so metal guys are basically. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for putting that. Out. Okay. Now you can tell the story. No offense. <laughs> no, yeah. To all. For, for everybody that's listening to us and watching us from Norway, we apologize, <laughs> okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll put fire on some church, church uh, later just to make up for it. So, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, oh, so God, yeah. basically... Um, Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, yeah. Yuki. Where was it? Sangenjaya... Heaven's Door. Well, yeah. whatever. Oh, so Heaven's so this, Door. Yeah, so yeah. this place is it's pretty old. It's like... I, I think it was 35 years now. Or it's in the like 80s. Yeah. It was 80s. 90s. Early 90s. So you started in 1990. 1990, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Old, very old. So, uh, basically, the, the issue of the place, if I could say so, is that they don't kind of take into consideration like what kind of group of bands is playing in the venue. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, yeah. and <laughs> in the same venue, they you could have a comic band with two people like half naked like trying, trying to have like some comedy act yeah and, and you two black metal bands in a row yeah. and then you had to follow that yeah, yeah. And, yeah and you have to follow that yeah. and i was like okay with this venue i couldn't you know even in my wildest imaginations think that you know those guys would be so how do you say like back in the 90s black metal shit kind of <laughs> thinking so, yeah. so basically you are true or not true you remember like in Nineties, if you if you were like metal heads, yeah, you had to be true metal. I think. It's oh just, yeah, yeah. If you're metal, you're fucking one hundred percent. Yeah. It really broke out off of you know us being on stage and seeing the situation like how random like the lineup was. Mm. Kind of like my events. So sometimes. So Domi and I go on like a a streak of like doing like 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 some. Crowd, crowd work, like talking to everybody and trying. <laughs> hey, to, like, where are you from? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, hey, I know Satan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, Gene Simmons. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And then what we're trying, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to do is kind of like, you know, wow, you know, this this is actually great. We have a lot yeah. of diversity. Yeah. You know, like we are the world. We are the children. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, he was like, I said too much. Maybe. I, I, I even <laughs> used, I even used to like black metal when yeah. I was younger, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you know I like black metal when I was nine. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I, I didn't say that I was like I grew up from from it or something like that. I would say like like I liked. He said it in a really respectful yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but. We th we thought we were saying like, hey, you know, maybe we're not so different after all. Yeah. They disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to 
Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy. To France, to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the music scene as a whole in Japan? In it's diverse, it's very diverse, I think, yeah. And, and also, it's, it's funny that it's kind of also, it's like Tokyo, because Tokyo is really recognized. Like, for example, you go to Shimokitazawa, you go to Kichijoji, you go to Shibuya. Every place has different people coming to this place. That's true. And those different mindsets also, which tend to like different styles of music. So we go to Shimokitazawa, and a lot of like, the, the main genre of music which is in there is, is kind of like Shimokitazawa K. Kind of style of music,、mm-hmm. and that's why it's also interesting to position yourself in terms of the live houses. Because if you play in those usual Shimokitazawa kind of live houses, you would be perceived、mm-hmm. as, as a band who plays kind of J pop Shimokitazawa style. Yeah, yeah. And then people would come to your so- see your show, it's like, oh, but it's not. It's not Shimokitazawa style J pop. Why are you guys playing something like that? Because it's awesome. <laughs> so, so, this is something which makes it a little difficult to position yourself in, in, in the Tokyo kind of life house map.、Hmm. Because wh- where should we play then? If this is not matching and this is not matching and all those places are very like. You play high, everywhere and anywhere,、right? dude. So, we need, to be, can,、yeah. we need to find those right places where、nah. people with, with mindset which. How do you say? I don't know. I play as much as you can. I think your music is really, really great. And I think that your performance is really amazing. And if you guys go out there and you perform, let's just say you go to like a new place and like 60% of the people are just like, what the fuck? Still, there's 40% people there and be like, dude, this is fucking awesome.、Yep. And you're gonna build fans for life. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Ramones did. Every, every show, you, know? you may gain one or two t h e Ramones. Yeah. You know, just, as long as you just keep kicking, kicking, kicking. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it's. I think the most important. This is the lesson we, we actually met,、uh, had is that we need to choose、uh, events wisely. <laughs> Basically. Depends how much、yeah. you're paying for these、yeah. events, too. Like, I know in the system, in Japan,、oh, yeah, yeah. you have to pay to play. Normal or something like that. Oh,、right. pay to play? Are you guys doing that? Pay to play? Our first、Not、year, there was a lot、yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, you know. fuck that shit, dude.、Yeah. Not on my book, dude. Well, oh my god. There, there was a lot of testing waters in the first、yeah. year, but in a lot of senses,、mm-hmm. we, we had to check out what it was like, how we. When you first started off, Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see that when you first start off and stuff. But you guys at this point. It was, it was, it was more of a recon、yeah. like, mission of like, seeing like, 
the live house, the type of people that go to like certain events, what kind of bands get to Yeah, okay, that makes places. sense. Yeah, recon, so giving information and stuff. Yeah. Stuff. So so we did we played a lot of like venues like that, but I mean it's not mm. like, you know, like any venue that was charging like mm. at Two thousand five hundred yen, mm. eleven tickets. Yeah. We did that thing yeah. twice. You know, it's kind oh, of like that's that's gonna break for sure. Like yeah. we're not gonna survive. Yeah, yeah. you gotta bring like yeah. if if we gotta do that. You know? people, yeah. yeah, I mean, depending on the venue, like the sounds might be really good. Mm -hmm. uh, like in Shimokusa era, for example, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's just you know, it's. Bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, pain to play. Yeah, I agree. I've never done that. I've always paid. Uh, the only time I've never paid my uh, the the one time I didn't pay my my bands is two that. Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a fundraiser. It was a charity event. Just kidding. So it was a fundraiser, a charity event for Gamusa, this beautiful club that we're at right now and stuff. So that that was the only time I didn't pay the bands. Every other time I've always paid my bands because the thing is. I'm an artist. I, 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 I've lived in the music industry for so many years, like many, 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 many years, where I was just like, I know you guys gotta buy drumsticks. You guys buy, gotta buy microphones and fucking yeah. guitar like strings and, and stuff. And guitars, you get, yeah, rehearsals and stuff like that. You gotta get paid before, because for you guys to like get better and stronger and better, you know, you guys gotta get money to pay for that. You guys gotta live. Same thing with an artist. And if an artist can't buy paint, they can't fucking make a painting. So the thing is like, you gotta pay the artist. And that's what I do. I, I'm a firm believer in paying everybody. Now my next question is, before we get way too off track is, what is five, five, six? <laughs> uh, when, we're, when we're speaking in Japanese, we call it Gogorok. Wait, oh, you guys speak Japanese, right? Some, some, sometimes. Fluently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Really? But Yuki really? never talks. In Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> if we switch, switch gears, you, you'll be surprised. All of a sudden, he's the boss, right? So we switch to Japanese, like all of a sudden, like, the tables are turned. He's native broadcast Tencho. Yeah. yeah. He's Senpai. Senpai? Senpai. Senpai yeah, like <laughs> No, you're the boss. <laughs> Manages a lot of stuff, actually, like... Oh, yeah. Um, なんか今なんか556って日本語喋るとき556って言いますね556じゃなくてもう英語喋るときには556とか。Yeah, so I understand what you're saying. He understands what you're saying, but the majority of our listeners and viewers have no idea what you're saying. The same thing that we just said like before speaking Japanese. That's that's called both 556 and Depends on what language we're speaking. Yeah. So, so, so basically, yeah. So, so it it uh, it came off like a, the, that initial batch of songs before Native Broadcast was like a band, and mm -hmm. the the whole thing with like these songs was that I had to work with like certain constraints that I laid out because you know I've been writing songs for a long time, and then you get into certain habits and certain patterns of doing the same thing. And um, since I was like trying all sorts of different things, like I said, like painting and stuff, I'm not a painter, but you know, that was COVID. So I was at home doing all this stuff. So I was yeah. like, okay, I want to write things that I haven't written before, but instead of like pulling my brain like left and right, let me just like set what are like the, the parameters that I'm going to work for. Mm. So every song was kind of like, okay, for this song, 
I'm gonna work with these instruments. I'm not gonna work with those instruments. Um, these are kind of like the tonality, the tonalities that I'm gonna be working with. Uh, this is gonna be the kind of energy. So I kind of like set those things, and each song had kind of like the set of like rules and things that I have to that I had to work with. Five five six was the weirdest actually of of them all. Um, I rolled a dice. Um, three times and uh, for whatever number that I got um, I had to come up with that same number of ideas for how the song was going to start and what was going to be the first verse what was going to be the, the chorus or whatever it, it was just like chance so whatever I come up first idea throw it out second idea throw it out third fourth fifth that's what I got to go with mm-hmm mm -hmm. and uh, you can always just say to uh, <laughs> Too close to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great album name. Uh, All right, yeah. tell me about the uh, the music bridge Tokyo. Take a piss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anybody need to take a piss for a break? Uh, we're fine, I guess. Um, uh, we 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 can take a, a break. Yeah, uh, we, a piss is important. No, 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 no. All right, all right. Let's go like maybe like five more minutes. Five more minutes. Okay, five more we're good. Alright, oh, yeah. so, okay, okay, finishing up, because we're already at, uh, about, about, about an hour. Alright, so, Music Bridge Tokyo, you guys wanted to talk about that, what is that? I know what it is, but, what is it? Music Bridge Tokyo, uh, yes. it, it is actually very interesting, I think, two-day event in uh, Shibuya, mostly, mm -hmm. I think it's Shibuya. And and here, I know, it's uh, gonna happen uh, in, different in a couple places, of different, different places, venues. yeah, so it is like, um, I would say, fest maybe it's not festival, festival is too much, but some, some, uh, somewhat reminding of Conference, slash festival, festival slash yeah. networking event. Yeah, and, and what's uh, kind of interesting is that they kind of invited a lot of bands from different uh, countries. Yep. And, um, and also, they matching, kind of matching them up with uh, the same amount of bands from Japan. So it is kind of like uh, you can cultural exchange, culture exchange thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, very intriguing. And I think it's, this is the first time they they do that. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I, th I think it's. The no, I think this is the third time April has done this. Really? Uh, well, I heard like as Music Bridge Tokyo. Music this is the first edition, and um, yeah, originally we knew that La Mama was going to be one of the places. Um, Ruby Room was going to be one of the places and then uh, I think now we just had a, a, an update and Gamuso is going to be Gamuso! Yeah! This place right here, yeah! So I mean it's it's like great for everyone, you know, like uh, for, for Gamuso, for like all the artists because it's Good songs. Uh, mostly focused on, you know, independent artists mm -hmm. and um, independent labels and mm -hmm. uh, people getting a chance to network and find out, you know, more about like what can you achieve, who can you collaborate with, like what's what's the best way or what's maybe like the best way for each one mm -hmm. how to kind of promote yourself and display yourself um, in this day and age in the music industry. But you guys are going to do that this year. When is that? April 12th and 13th. April 12th and 13th. Go to the show notes to get all the information. Okay, so I... You can I, buy an E Plus Tokyo. Uh, e, e, e Plus um, uh, website. You can buy tickets already for it. Mm. Holy smokes, that's awesome. All right, cool. Yeah. Go in the show notes. It's all there. Um, yeah. 
You guys, thank you so much for being on Get Fitted Japan. Um, yeah, we all have to get another drink. We got to go back to the bar and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show tonight. You guys are absolutely spectacular. And the energy that you guys bring to every single show is awesome. absolutely amazing. It's awesome. It's really awesome. I mean, dude, this guy right here, he's all over. This guy does backflips, all right, on the stage. This guy's like flea. He's like, he's like flea that has six strings instead of four. This guy's amazing. Sometimes comes naked, too. Naked. <laughs> I, I've never seen this guy naked, thank God. Never know. Still, never know. See all the yeah, yeah, not yet. naked broadcast. No, naked broadcast. No, yeah. Well, yeah, well, we got something to look forward to. But um, this band is absolutely spectacular. All their information is going to be in the show notes. Follow these guys, learn about these guys. And the music videos, we didn't even talk about your music videos a little bit. I, I want to talk more. That's going to be for another episode. But um, these guys are absolutely spectacular. And I also want to thank, before we finish this episode, Gamuso! Oh, hey, can you get your ass over on. here? Gamuso! Oh. Yes, we're here at the, the amazing these venue, Gamuso. Amazing. Yep. Thanks for our opening party. Yes, these guys are great. So Gamuso is an amazing venue. It's huge. It's great. There's so many different floors of so many things to experience. Right here around the stage floor, there's a bar downstairs. There's a VIP upstairs. We'll go there later, faders. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for fading with us. Guys, thank you so much. I mean, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for so having us. No, yes. I am really, really happy to get You see, Scott, you're fucking a legend, man. Thank you. Pee Wee, you're amazing, dude. Thank you. Thank you, Gamuso. February 21st, 556, our new song is coming out. Oh, hell yeah, yes. definitely. And that's going to be in the show notes. All right, Faders, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Well, brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't do it! You sure I man? We're going Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.